Coming up, we're going to tell you about the uh, Kong-sized summer preview of everything happening this summer at Universal Orlando and Universal as a whole. So live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal edition of the Diz Unplugged. Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by, you guessed it, Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and uh, today I am joined by our associate producer, Rhino Clavin. Hello, everybody. And back on the controls, a flawless start to the show from our other associate producer slash engineer of the day. Oh, it's still on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oliver Green. I was waiting for the reveal. I was waiting for him to say my name, you know? Yeah, no, I. the one thing you will learn about this show is i try to now you can cut to me yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> i like to make long drawn out reveals on who is here because it is uh, okay. generally a surprise on who may or may not be here you just yep. never know surprise surprise mm, yes so uh thank you guys for being here uh we have a as i said before at the start of the show we have a kong-sized episode coming up that is a pun just in case anyone like the was dog wondering. chew toy, in case anyone was interested. Yeah, right. That's where you're getting the yeah, like Kong Kong products. Saying it like Christopher yeah. Walken back at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be massive. We're going to talk about everything coming up with Universal um, this summer. And whenever I say Universal, I mean we're gonna we're going to talk about Florida. We're going to talk about California. We're going to talk about the movie biz. Do a little shameless movie. plug for Diz Pop at the same time with that. With no, I haven't movies. heard about that thing yet. I haven't heard about it either. And uh, then we'll be talking about one other aspect that will be pretty big for NBC Universal in general this summer. If you can't figure it out already, well, it's because I gave you no hints. But there's one very big thing happening that will have a ripple effect probably all over Universal, Orlando at least. Um, before we jump in too far with any of that, I do want to throw it out there. Does anyone have any housekeeping? You know, I feel like I, I – you know, you asked me before. What show. do you mean before? <laughs> the show. Before, before the show. I should have oh, reflected okay. on it more, and I, I didn't, you know. It's as if I'm being caught off guard right now in this yeah. moment asked about it. I got to say, I actually do have some <gasps> housekeeping, though. Da, da, da. Because I don't feel like it's big enough to like generate a new story, and it really only is important for a few of us out there in the world. Um, a few of us, I mean, all the annual pass holders. Oh, yeah, Universal I'm Orlando. excited about this one. Um, yes. I mean, the thing is, I'm going to say, Universal has finally grown up for annual pass holders and appreciated us finally enough that we will get plastic passes. Oh, snap. It's been a long time coming. So for anyone who's been to a Disney park in a while and had an annual pass there, you know that they're very heavy on plastic and now magic bands. Uh, Universal, for some odd, odd reason, has just been like really holding on to the paper tickets for annual pass holders, which, you know, on the one side, it's it's smaller in my wallet. Yeah. 
doesn't uh, weigh me down as much. However, if you've ever had anything paper in a wallet or a purse, I'm guessing I don't have a purse, so I couldn't tell well, you. Well, I've seen your purse. It's terrible. It <laughs> just, you know, it, after a couple months, it's just worn down completely, and you can't even read anything Well, on I don't it. even use it. Well, I, well, I, I use the, uh, what is it, the, you know, one of these guys, the... the Show us, Ryan. I got it at Universal. The what do you call? I these? mean, that's, that's to me a that's still wallet. a wallet. It's not a wallet. It's called something else. No, it's, I think it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a wallet. It's no, because they're like they're called whatever they are. But anyway, um, you know, it slides in and you slide that paper thing in and over again. But also that thing is right up on my leg in a hundred degree weather, and those tickets are printed on carbon paper that yeah. is heat activated, so they start to blacken after a while, and then eventually the barcode goes away. So you have to get a usually have to get a reprint or something. Hmm. I like I it. Know, I'm not wearing pajamas. I like it purely because it, I feel it. I know it's something so small, but it doesn't. It doesn't cheapen the product of having an annual pass. Now I felt like the paper one did, whereas this it make, it lets other people know that have paper passes that I am better than they are because yeah. I've got an annual pass. Well, and then it's even taken up another level in that the annual passes that are coming out, the plastic ones, are also color coded. Um, so like I was really happy way back in the day, uh, at Disney, whenever I had the, the premium, not the premium, the premier passport that was gold and it got me into Disneyland and Disney world. And then whenever I lost that, I just never felt as good anymore. But the best part of that was that it was gold and, uh, you know, anyone else who had an annual pass, you were always like, I'm just slightly better than you because mine's gold and I have it. I like that feeling. Um, but now with this one, uh, they actually are doing different colors based on your tier. So, like the the one that so you can we rub will it get in even more yeah. for our for our premier passports for here, we are going to have gold ones because we are fancy. Mm. Mm. So, again, not really like a huge news story that everyone should be uh, like super excited about. But um, yeah, it's happy for pass holders uh right now they're saying that on fridays saturdays and sundays between june 3rd and june 19th that's whenever you can go to the jurassic park discovery center at islands of adventure or cafe la bamba at the studios between 10 a.m and 6 p.m to switch over your pass no you do not get to keep your old paper pass as a memento or anything like that you have to give it up but uh yeah if if anyone out there is an annual pass holder and that is relevant to you, there you go. I'm uh, helping you out here in the long run. So, with that being said, should we talk about what we are trying to talk about today? I guess. I mean, people, I don't think they just come here to look at us, especially those of you listening right now and not seeing us. That's right. <laughs> you can try all you want, but you can't see us. So I, I promise I really wanted to do whatever I could to like really draw out this first section so that it would take like around a half an hour to get to the actual point of what we were doing. But I just couldn't do it today. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Um, I can do it if you want. Oh, well, how? I, I mean, I can just you know how random I can be. I go off on tangents. At Give all us times. something. Give us something. No, we are going to move <laughs> forward with the show for the first time in a long time. Uh so let's just jump in. Uh, this is our big summer preview episode. Uh, we want to prepare everyone coming in the summer for everything that's what that's happening. Uh, and if you're not coming, that's why we're going to also discuss some of well, the movies. Well, you're terrible. 
as well too yeah if you're not coming to universal this summer what are you doing with your life uh there's what an unfun summer you're having yeah, where are you going this is the place to be you going to the jersey shore you're doing that Wow, that's like really offensive. Anyone going to the Jersey Shore this Craig's summer? Craig's catching up on his DVR. He's also got a Men of a Certain Ages. <laughs> what we're just calling out for him too. He's got to watch Men of a Certain Ages. Men of yeah, that Scott Bakula TV show. <laughs> no, I love Scott Bakula. Who's yeah. Scott Bakula? Oh, I will shut punch up. you. I will punch you right in your British mouth. <laughs> Sometimes I'm, I do it just to wind you up. I'm okay. ending this right now. No more Scott Bakula references <laughs> for the rest of the episode. Just this episode, though. Yeah, just and I can't make any promises, but go ahead. So yeah, there's there's just a ton of stuff happening this summer, um, and so I think we should kick it off with the big thing that's opening up. Yeah, let's take a big quantum leap. Okay, let's get one, there. two, <laughs> three. Oh, that's Kong. There we go. Kong. Oh, great, cool. <laughs> I'm glad we counted down. That's why you were counting down, wasn't it? Well, technically, I counted up. Not down. Well, three's like the wait. There. I mean, three's like the 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 international um, number you'd count to. Yeah, but uh, the international number. You'd you'd, count to? Yeah, most countries would count to three. Would would they not? Yeah, but I would if I was counting down. I would most likely do three, two, one. So that wasn't for me. That was not a cue for me. <laughs> well, it kind. Of, I mean, it was kind of a cue. It okay. was slightly a cue. Yeah, it calm. was a meat cue. Kong is opening up uh, this summer, obviously, for anyone who's missed it. We've talked about it uh, here and there and a little bit of everywhere as we've gone on with this show. But uh, I'm I'm very happy about everything that we got because this week we got more information actually about yeah not not just Kong in general Kong but himself Kong himself Kong the, the big man. man yes so we've we talked about it a long time as we are going with it, that there was going to be Kong in the actual attraction, too. And uh, we got our first peek at what the animatronic was going to be. And he's a big boy. It is looking very impressive. Uh, I actually, I had to watch the video that they released. Obviously, they released the still images. And for those of you who are watching this right now, you've seen Oliver throw them up here and there. Um, And then for those of you who are listening, I'll make sure these are in the show notes and you'll be able to find them. But, like, this is an actual image of the real animatronic they have in there. And first off, crazy looking, isn't it? It is like, wow. So incredibly impressive. It looks almost CG rendered in this. I thought, you know what I mean? That looks like concept art. No, no, that's, that's actually him. Cause in the video they show, um, they, they actually do show the animatronic moving too. That's not a CGI. And, but, and I can confirm that I know it is because I have talked to people who have seen it. Oh, mm, but he knows people on the inside. No, I don't know anyone on the inside. <laughs> but uh, we do know the information that they released about it. So I like this thing is massive, thirty feet tall. Um, that that's pretty impressive. Eighteen feet wide. Well, they they're touting it as a three story, right? Yeah, that's well, how tall that's, three stories are. Thirty feet. Yeah, ten ten feet a story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got cathedral ceilings in my house. I'm not sure. I thought, you, see, I thought you were always confused that a story was, you know, just the, the three length tales. Of a book. Yeah, three <laughs> so, tales. Like I stack four books, and that's one story. Yeah, wouldn't that be four stories? Oh, uh, that's kind of weak. Yeah. 
don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he he's. Do you think he's the? Uh, or did, did they say? I'm sorry. Whether he's the like, is he the big reveal at the end of the ride, or is do we see him early on, or do we? He's know going that? from what I've heard, and I can only say so much. But I heard that this is going to be a part of the the climax of the ride. Um, that makes so sense. So obviously. The way I've heard the story being told and kind of how they share it in the videos, too, is, you know, you meet your adventure guide that uh, will be driving you and taking you on your expedition. And mm-hmm. from what I've heard, that your adventure guide could change depending on which vehicle like you're in. what character it is. Exactly. So, yeah. And, rideability right there. That's yeah. nice. Isn't and, that like about five, six different ones? Five characters. Okay. So, I think maybe six. You might be okay. right. I should... You can watch the web series on, online, yeah. and it introduces them all, I believe. Um, and then going along with that is, you know, you'll go past certain scenes where they've already told us there's going to be set pieces, good decorations, and uh, then also a lot of the video screen technology that they're going to use in it. But then, um, from what I'm hearing, is then the end, which they've kind of already they've made it very well known that it's going to be a Kong 360 style video. But this one's going to be on a grander scale. Think, um, think how Gringotts is basically all around you. There's nowhere mm. you can really look in there. Uh, but or three uh, D glasses for this too. Or? Fast and the Furious uh, on the studio tour, how they've wrapped you yeah. entirely in it instead of mm. just screens on the side, like right now for Kong 360. So potentially that, and then also then it would end with getting to actually see Kong after the battle's like over. So I I think this is going to be absolutely incredible. So we just got confirmation yesterday that the media event that we've talked about before will be happening on Thursday, June 23rd. That's whenever we will get our actual first look inside Kong. I can't so wait. um and I mean, yeah, it's like right here is where we'd go into the humble brag, where we get a nighttime reception at Skull Island, Reign of Kong, and uh, I'm going to that opportunities with you, right? there. Most most likely, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. You only have the two tickets, don't you? Yeah, well, that's that's the story of love. You gotta I shimmy your way it. up that pole, Oliver. Yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta make it. I so obviously I can basically throw out right now we will either have a pre-recorded episode going up or no episode at all on june 23rd because we'll be just a we can, little bit busy yeah we can do some we you know we can always do some uh what we've been doing the vlogs maybe oh, or something like that we'll pop those oh yeah we are going to vlog the crap out of the event and yeah. always provide our normal coverage that we do yeah anytime something comes out we want to give you the best not not the fastest information always but definitely the best information that we can possibly throw out there for you so uh mark your calendar is going to be a big day i know i'm pumped oh i'm i'm i everything that universal's done lately has just been on point so i just can't wait i'm just i'm the architecture to this ride every time i walk by it, it's just so stunning that i just can't wait to get inside of there and see yeah. it for myself you know oh I, i'm in the same boat so except i'll be in a truck not a boat <laughs> yeah it's it's a land-based ride yeah yeah we don't know that though well, we don't know that. that what if correct. Jurassic Park floods and it becomes a water ride all of a sudden? We, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Rhino stumped. Know what to do with that? What information? If it's just, <laughs> what if it's raining? Well, that's a flash flood. That's not. That's not. We're still on land, even when it's raining. I don't know. Do you get in a boat every time it starts raining in Florida? Yes, I do <laughs> for it's, safety. 
for safety reasons. Craig was um, um, Craig's parents were very Noah. Noah's Ark was his favorite bedtime. Oh, that's it. So uh, growing up when at Ken, uh, Kennywood Park, we had a Noah's Ark attraction that was this really awful walkthrough. If you've ever been there and seen it, you no. Know, all Did the, they have fake animals you and everything there? Oh yeah, it, it's like absolutely the worst. And then. <laughs> Apparently, they're just, even though this is like way off topic, still theme parks, so kind of oriented. Um, they are like restoring it back to what it kind of was before. Apparently, they redid it since I was going. Um, but then there was like this, just this weird section that was completely out of place, almost. It just didn't fit in with the whole Noah Ark timeline aspect of it. But um, yeah, so that has inspired my life ever since the first yeah. time I got to do that at the ripe old age of. Probably 11 or 12. Wow. That sounds absolutely terrifying. I want to research that now. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> if, I wouldn't have believed you. If you weren't saying this on a live show, I genuinely wouldn't have believed you if you told yeah. me there was a Noah's Ark attraction. Add it to oh, your yeah. American bucket list. Do you, have you, you've been to my house, Oliver. Do you not know what is across the street? I'm almost just told everybody where yep. I live. No, <laughs> what's nearby? It's not yeah. right across yeah. the street. I, yeah, I, I know that exists, but that's, that seems more plausible than a... Than a, an educational kind of themed attraction that terrifies children into thinking they might drown. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so, what, yeah, <laughs> uh, that uh, that has always inspired me. For now, anytime it rains, get in a boat. Uh, be afraid of drowning. Um, but no, I I am very very excited for Kong. Uh, I don't I I don't know honestly if there's going to be any soft openings for it or anything before. The, the media preview, I mean, the... I don't know how often they... they I mean, like, when when uh, Diagon Alley was opening, they did a little bit of a soft open, but that was, a, that was a whole area. It wasn't just, like, one attraction. Yeah, and... Not sure how often they do that for, for like, the smaller scale stuff. I mean, the, the ride's enormous, but... I, I mean, I'm sure there might be, like... But it, it would probably be, like, day... It all depends. Animatronics are a tricky thing, especially when they become that large, that... I don't know. I mean, yeah. but I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't count on more than the seven days window ahead like, of time. Whenever Transformers opened up, it was all team member previews up until the grand opening, and then that's how it happened. At least I don't remember any uh, any actual general public openings. I think it was all for team members at that point. So I could see the same thing happening again with Kong, where it's all team member previews up until uh, the actual grand opening, and then after that, I'll be open for everyone to enjoy but i think it is something to be uh look looking forward to i just from a lot of the hype i've heard it is maybe worth it if you hadn't had your thoughts on coming down to universal this year it might actually be worth making your way down here for it especially it's if you're a big one we should we should you, you should bring that up we had that conversation just the other day about how um one of us in this room had this conversation but about saying like are, do you think that people are holding off on their vacations for universal because of so many things in the pipeline with them and yep. and honestly they're turning out stuff so fast that you waiting it, it wouldn't matter. Like I would still come because every year we're going to get some amazing experiences that you wouldn't. Um, I, don't, I don't know that um, it seems foolish, kind of the wait because you could just come back in two years and there might be like seven more things. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, flat out Universal pulled us straight to our face yeah. that if anyone was thinking in that Disney mindset where, well, I know these things are going to be opened up at that time, so I might wait until after it's a bit bigger and grander and finished. Uh, Universal is going the opposite, saying, no, we 
we want to make sure you come every year. Yeah. So we are going to open up something every year just to make you come back every year. So, um, and, and, and the thing with Universal, though, is like they didn't say this to us, but I always like to think what I love about them and it's sad at the same time is that because they're so landlocked, stuff goes away to make room for that new stuff. So it's almost like mm. it's not like Disney. You can't count on that stuff being here 10 years from now. Yeah. especially with the the way the park is moving in expansion and just becoming this new insane immersive experience like i would be going to universal a lot more frequently i'd be more concerned about going to universal more frequently than disney because i'm afraid i would miss more things at universal happening than at disney right now i would, I would completely agree with that i do think you have to worry more about what's going to go away at Universal. And I think uh, we speculated on time on it from time to time, and we have a list of things that we believe will go away at some point. And uh, it's just a matter of time. You know, we knew Disaster was going to get axed. We knew Twister was going to get axed. We knew Beetlejuice had to go. And look at that. Just as They're long as they year. don't touch E.T., I'm yeah. happy. And if, if I remember correctly, and I'm sure Craig will correct me or Rhino if I'm wrong, but um, E.T. is the only original standing attraction from when the park opened? Yes. Yeah, so well, just to prove Rhino right. Horror makeup show, too. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, horror makeup show. Obviously, that's gone through changes. Yeah, throughout I know. The I just know it's been around for an awful long time. I just didn't know whether it opened with the park. I knew E.T. Yeah. did. Yes, E.T. did. Uh yeah, so look for Kong. We'll have all the information on that. And uh, so all those people out there who got to see the original Kong, you'll have to tell us uh, once you finally get to experience it what how you feel about it in comparison to the original. So did you never get to see no. the original Kong? <gasps> no. Did you? I didn't it? know. Okay, so when I was younger, because I my family used to come to Universal all the time since it opened, um, like every other year, and I truly believed as a child that that attraction was a high wire attraction because you know it's you're supposed to be in the cable car above the city or whatever and i was always like nope i'm afraid of heights i'm not going in there and there's a giant gorilla in there and not realizing that the building i'm looking at in front of me was the building i was actually in i thought i was a very like i'm being transported to wherever i'm going as a child and so yeah i was terrified but the year I almost did was the first year I went on the Back to the Future attraction, and that was the attraction for me. That's my like, that's the attraction where I was like, I can do rides. That's why I love Universal Studios, and so I do kind of kick myself a little bit for never having experienced that. But God knows what would have happened to me if I actually did. You wait until that day when we make you go on the Hulk, then you look back and you'll be like, Oh, look at all this I was missing all along. We'll see about that. We will. So, and I guess that's a good segue into saying uh, we talked about it enough last week, so I'm not going to bring it up again. But Hulk reopening sometime later this summer. So, uh, still no date on it. However, uh, they apparently started cycling cars yesterday. Oh. So, we were eating lunch at NBC, and people said, like, I was watching on Twitter, and people were saying that they were cycling trains. And I looked over, and like I don't see Man, anything happening right now. So, and we had like a spot-on view of Hulk. So, I, I'm not sure how. Well, usually you can hear Hulk. That's the thing about Hulk too; it kind of echoes a little bit through. But I just read on Twitter today. I want to say it was via Thrill Geek saying that uh, someone was over there, and they said that Hulk's not the track's not screaming before. So, what that was the cause of that? I think I've said it on the show before. Is that they instead of having sand inside the track 
mm-hmm. like they typically do to help dampen the sound. They did not have sand in the track for Hulk specifically, so it would cause that loud noise. However, I could see them finally fixing that later on, uh, especially with this one, because that also caused operational issues with the fact that you have so many residential areas right around there, as well as Dr. Phillips High School. Um, there were restrictions on how early and how late Hulk and Dragon Challenge could be run because of um, because of the noise. Mm. So, I know it's something that they can control because mm. the manufacturer uh, BNM. I think it's like Boliard yes. or Mabulard or whatever it is. They can, I know that they can control the the actual noises, the roar um, through the wheels as well as the track itself. Yeah. And I know sometimes during testing they will put um, a different set of wheels on the train. So, yeah. so who knows? I I think they're smarter just leaving it off. Like it's it's great to have that, um, but as many people have pointed out, there's audio track on there anyways. So mm. really, that noise is just it's going to be more or less a weenie for people who are other places in the park and hear it it might attract them to that but as far as the people on the ride i'm sure the audio is going to be so loud you're not going to hear that as much anyways and it's going to just all it can do is extend their operating hours and it can be open later and they can start getting it open earlier uh if they don't have to worry about that noise so i see benefits of not having the roar there but that is just me and we will no longer bore you anymore with the Hulk because, as I said, if you want to hear more about it, I think it was just last episode we talked about it, right? I don't know. I can't keep track of our lives anymore. I want to say it was. Um, so that will move us into the one other big opening this summer, the one thing we have never seen before. What's that? What's that? I, I don't ask? know. Now I'm. Now I don't know. I'm. We've never seen it before. We've we've never we've seen the outside of it before, but we've never been on the inside because it's still a currently active construction site. But we were standing right across from it for a while last week. It's opening this summer. It's opening this summer. Is it the Jimmy Fallon thing? <laughs> no, Jimmy, no. Okay. That opens twenty seven. The restaurant? Am I lost? No. I'm glad Ron has lost too. Oh, I'm trying to guess because we we were standing across from it the other day mm-hmm. when we were at lunch. Whenever we were at Royal Pacific. Oh, the yes. Okay, now I'm I know st- what it is. I'm you still, still don't know. Lost. Well, I'm what, what if I told you? Well. What if I told you Emerald Bay? Emerald <laughs> <laughs> Sapphire Waterfalls. Um, well, then we'll drop the water part. I wish someone on the Diz team could get the name of the freaking hotel right. <laughs> uh, Sapphire Falls opening uh, this summer. I know we're booked for a reservation to see it on uh, G- July 14th, I believe, is our check-in date that we finally get to experience the hotel that will be open up, hopefully. Fingers crossed that it actually makes the deadline. Um, I know. It's looking a little... It's looking like they're going to have to aggressively continue with it. What I've seen, What I've seen looks beautiful, but at the same time, there's a lot of a lot of stuff there oh yeah they they have a lot to do yeah. um but i'm very excited we're supposed to get a also a first peek at that on um on june 24th as part of the media event too so it's a hand-in-hand media oh, event? yeah so this reminds me a lot of uh whenever we had the diagon alley opening preview because they opened the second half of um cabana bay of cabana bay the towers they opened that up as well as diagon alley so we went from uh, Diagon Alley red carpet day to then all of a sudden having time to explore Diagon Alley and meet the stars and then at night be over at the Beach Boys concert at Cabana Bay wow. and get to experience all that. So 
Universal goes all out. Oh, now whenever I'm, they're now I'm like, oh, what's so, going to happen for this one? I, I don't know. They will, I doubt they'll get the Beach Boys for it. Did they anything. have you? Wait, did you say you guys stayed in the hotel? Did they give you a night? Or was it just like, here, explore, then check out the rooms? At Cabana Bay, we did. We got to experience that first. I doubt that we will get to stay inside Sapphire Falls. I don't think they're that close to having it oh. ready, especially then to ask people in the media to get a, to be in there right, while yeah. it's still not at 100%. If it's 100%, I'm sure they'll put people there. I doubt that, though. So, But we will get to take a look at Sapphire Falls. Very excited that we were staying at Royal Pacific and we got to, to look across the lake and see a lot of the progress on it. As you said, it's, it's not quite there, but it's very blue. Yeah. It's very blue. I, I thought white. it was going to be sapphire color. It, like, it looks a bit, sapphire red. It, right? Oh, yeah, it is actually. It looks, I think it looks a bit, if it wasn't for the, the little bits of blue, it looks very clinical. Like, no, just me. Just me. No, I, no. I, I know what you're saying. I don't, I don't want to say the word clinical, but I know what you're saying. It's, it, it's institutional. Institution. Yeah. Yeah, go. for sure. Um, but that could also just be the structure of the buildings up. You know what I mean? Like there, there's not really any foliage there yeah, yet. There's no, true. there's no, none of the plant life has been brought to life. It's all still, I don't know. It, it's one of those, maybe it all come together afterwards. It looks like it's going to be a fancier, one of the fancier of the hotels though. Oh, it's abs- got that, it's got that like demeanor to it. It feels no, like. No, I already, it's going to be beautiful. As we said, it's going to be a sapphires are blue i was told so, I've, I've been corrected i'm sapphires sorry sapphires are blue oh so uh, then then the outside of the the building's white and it's lined in blue so then it is correct i'm sorry i thought i've always thought sapphire was red i should know that we're a blue show yeah no uh just to just to kind of go over what all is going to be at this resort again um it's it's going to have that caribbean style feel to it so um just and more like blue water Caribbean, not like ugly over the top Caribbean, like Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Yeah, that hideous, awful place. That's the first uh, Disney hotel I ever stayed in, Stone Property. No, yeah. So I started, <laughs> worked my way up. Yeah, well. well, it was nice then when I was eighteen. Mm. Uh, young, well, young lad. Whenever you were just two a, years ago, but a wee lad. Yes. Um, but this hotel is going to have a lot. It's going to have that 16,000-square-foot resort-style pool featuring two white sand beaches, a hot tub, children's water play area with pop-up jets, weird, and a water slide. That, that's, I think that's going to be one of the staples of it. Also, you know, obviously, they're building the waterway, so that way you can have the boat transportation I think that's from cool. there, which it's very nice. You know, for moderate, they didn't need to do that, but they're yeah. still going to add it on anyways just so – just so you make your life a little bit easier. But you know what I love about that is now they've got so many hotels that are on that waterway that it's kind of – I feel like, you know, Disney's got the three on the monorail. And now they've got – so they've got these hotels that are – I don't know. It feels a little more interconnected. And, like, that's a beautiful waterway to go down too. Yes. And so – It I, is beautiful. However – the one the one good thing about Universal and their water transportation is they don't share boats. So obviously Portofino is further out than the Hard Rock, but 
you don't get on a boat that will take you first to the Hard Rock and then to Portofino and then back to Hard Rock, anything like that. Every resort has its own separate boat. So that way, if you're staying at Portofino, yours just goes back and forth from there. If you're staying at Hard Rock, it goes back and forth from there. Royal mm-hmm. Pacific, blah, blah, blah. But Sapphire I like that, Falls too. It's going to take the same one. So, yeah, it's, I, I understand what you're saying. It is nice that they're all kind of connected in that way. But just keep in mind that uh, you – you would have to like if you are staying at Sapphire Falls and you want to do like this full boat route all the way to uh, to City Walk. To well, yeah, you would have to go all the way to Portofino. You would oh, have yeah. to go first to City Walk, then get on the Portofino one, and then oh, go I out there. Oh, I see what there. you're saying. Yeah, and then from there, if you want to go to Hard Rock, you would technically have to come all the way back to City Walk. You have to use to the Hard City Walk Hub. Yeah. yeah, it's all out of there. Uh, other things opening with. Low Sapphire Falls include the uh, Strong Water Tavern, where you'll have rum, lots of rums, ceviche. So that's always good. Uh, their actual sit-down restaurant, uh, the the um, Amatista Cookhouse, which will have Caribbean cuisine. Mm-hmm. Nice mm. big open kitchen. So, uh, and yeah, I mean that's we know they're going to have a grab-and-go food option. There's going to be a pool bar. Uh, that's still all that we know. All I know is I cannot wait to get in here i do not see a problem with the amount of blue that is all around there yeah i love blue i love blue now listen up here's a story okay we won't i don't i can't i, I feel real bad no, so. I get excited when I hear that song still. I'm just going to say it. I'm one of those terrible people yeah, that yeah. are just like, like I legitimately enjoy that song still. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It starts Iron Man 3, and I'm always like, yeah, that's why this is my favorite Iron Man movie, because it starts with the song Blue. Wow. Good story, um, brah. Good story. Tell it again. Yeah. So, but we've, there's even more fun stuff. I, I just feel like Universal, I don't know we say it a lot, but the more we lay out like on a show like this of like what's coming it's just it's very exciting it's all it's it's just it's always turning universal never feels stagnant and i'm not saying like disney necessarily does but it just feels like disney has these grandiose like things they do like oh yay star wars oh right yay all this other stuff but it's just like oh god i'm gonna have to wait like six years to see it i know they say 2018 but whatever um it's it's just it's they they you know, hype it up too much too early, and you get you get anticipation where like you anticipate it, then you just become word. so disappointed. It's not mine. I wrote it yeah, off it, someone else. It, well, it's 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 like I love that Universal kind of gives you gives you gives you like it climbs up piece by piece by piece by piece, and whereas like Disney's kind of like no, we got to hold back the floodgate, hold back the floodgate, and then it just releases you know, and which is great. I'm not. I'm not saying one's better than the other, but I just love that. It, it, for me, at Universal, like I, I'll say this every time I go into Diagon Alley, I, the merchandise is always different. Mm-hmm. There's always new merchandise. It, things are always moving at Universal, and I like. I like that about that. Yeah. You know, so, so, and of course, uh, that's that's the big stuff coming this summer to Universal Studios Orlando. God, no, oh, I did that. I hate doing that. Not Universal <laughs> Studios Orlando. Universal Studios Florida Islands of Adventure and the rest of it's not the Universal USO, Bob Hope. Universal Orlando Resort. I apologize. Take away my Universal card. Give me a samurai's death. Um, <laughs> we'll make you fall in your wizarding wand. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, the, the whole company is being affected by stuff this summer. So it, it's not just what's happening at Universal Orlando that has an impact on there. It's what's happening all around. And, uh, of course, we've talked about it before on this show, and we now have an opening date. But over in Universal Studios Hollywood, the uh, Walking Dead year-round attraction 
finally has an opening date. Yeah. Independence Day. That's July 4th for all you non... I thought you were talking English. about the film. For those non-American people in the room. They didn't ask you that question to get in here? They don't ask you much to get in this country. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they look at you and they go, are you sure? No, <laughs> I love it here. I love it <laughs> If I wouldn't have just said July 4th, would you have known that that was Independence Day? I would have known that that He's was Independence Day. He's seen the film. Day. Yeah, it's, but it's the day you let off fireworks, like more so than normal. You know? Well, okay, first of all, it's not, people aren't if, normally letting off fireworks everywhere around the country. It's just here at Disney World they, oh, yeah. they do that. Yeah. I, I just need to, like, this happens every now and again, a little bit off track, but, um, like, we, in the rest of the world, we get a lot of our films from America. So a lot of, like, American culture we do get and we do understand, like, Fourth of July and thanksgiving just because we don't celebrate it doesn't mean we don't get mm. it so just what i under, from what i understand you only get 80s classics like born on the fourth of july and planes <laughs> trains and automobiles well you, you is know, that you, correct you That's, do know yes. we are celebrating independence day from those people <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay <laughs> no, no, we've, we've been over this before we seen what direction america was going in, and we were like mm, no you can have it it's yours mm. well <laughs> okay well that's <laughs> I don't think I'll be sitting at the table next week. It looks like there's a new position open in the nook for me again. I'm kidding. I love it here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just... Yeah, Walking Dead attraction, July 4th. Uh, you know, where? how does this have an impact on Universal Orlando? We don't know yet. There has been some speculation that... I feel like uh, if it goes well, they'll bring one here. Exactly. Yeah. And... It wouldn't go amiss. I'd, I'd love to see uh, an attraction, an all-year-round attraction like that, definitely. I love the idea of a, of a stationary um, haunted house all year. I don't know if I love the idea of it being one that one thing all the time. Like, if it changed every year, that would be cool. So then we could have, like, a new haunted house that's a permanent house, but it stays, you know, it changes. So that's, it's always new, but it's like... I love the idea of having a scary thing all year, though. Yeah, definitely. And not that they need it as well, but it's it would just become like this all-year-round advertisement for Halloween Horror Nights. So they'd, obviously yeah. they do very well right now. They don't really you know need to advertise it as much, but it, it would possibly pick up that audience that kind of uh, misses that. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I completely agree. So, But I just wouldn't want it to be Walking Dead. I did enjoy towards the last end of the season. I'm back into the show now, but I just feel like the finale was a little. Eh. I know it's on the big hook. Who's who's yeah. who's gotten axed? But it was a cheap. It was kind of a cheap. Uh, There's one show that I'm watching show. now. I can't think of what it is for the life of me, which makes must it be sound great. awful. Yeah. <laughs> it must be great. Really it's like it's really hooking me right now. Is so, it Bates Motel? No, it's not. Is it I, I watch that once it's all on Netflix. Yeah, I'm I don't like watching it week by I gotta, week. I got to watch that in a row, but. I, I'm still I'm I'm still like one of those people like I'm holding out hope for that. If they uh, want to put an Alfred Hitchcock house, in there I know somewhere. what it, it was. It was the season of Silicon Valley. I'm loving every second of it. You want a house based on that? It's. I mean, it would make no sense. <laughs> it would make no sense since it's about a bunch of nerds. Yeah, doing a startup. Um, but I'm like Sundays come, and I'm actually more excited to watch Silicon Valley than Game of Thrones anymore. Oh and well, that that makes me happy. But that is just has nothing to do with anything we're talking about i don't know what property would be good for a year-round house besides something like walking dead but uh they'll if, well they could if you know well, purge they could just keep the purge all year it's kind of yeah. like whatever their big the big horror thing is that year that but, could be it all year whatever they want to push they can learn to push it um 
but yeah, and so that's the big thing happening in Hollywood. Obviously, they didn't even need to do that because they, you know, already opened a, a Wizarding World of Harry Potter out there just a little bit ago. So I'm sure that's going to be popular all summer. But I want to shift gears onto it while talking about Universal Studios Hollywood. Let's talk about some of the films that are coming out this summer that may or may not show up at Universal Orlando based on how well they do this summer. Well, I'm particularly excited for one of them. I know which one. Because we've been talking about it for two weeks now. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the one you're going to lead off with. Well, it wasn't the one I was going to lead with, but I <laughs> okay, am excited we'll start for this with the one, one you're well. going to lead off with. I was going to lead with the family one, The Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. Um, which I... I I really enjoyed Despicable Me one and two, um, and I know you're not a huge fan of Minions. I but you also set the bar lower for me. So by the time I actually saw it, I enjoyed it a lot more than I yeah. thought I was going to. So I like that. I like Despicable Me because I like that darker humor a little yeah. bit, um, and I think that they've been doing some good films so i'm excited to see the secret life of pets i actually i did watch minions again it's now on netflix oh is it really, out there really wow. want to watch it streaming that was quick um it is on there and i appreciated it more this time around yeah i think it really was because i was watching it in a theater you, full your, of yours theater sounded super annoying yeah i think that was what was causing me i will say that it is not as funny as they attempted it to do no. to be and it's like the I, I can't even remember, but like the creature from the Black Lagoon character that's oh, yeah. in it, he is the funniest part of that movie for me overall. And he has like one line that is just, I can't ever freaking remember what the actual line is. <laughs> but yeah, Secret Life of Pets. Do you want to give a breakdown of what you think about it? Um, and I get, well, this is a good time before you start breaking down that. It's a good time to say that some of these things, especially with something like Secret Life of Pets, we will be doing reviews of it on. Yes, we will. On what? Diz Pop, the Diz Unplugged Podcast Network's newest podcast, hosted by myself. Craig does the movie reviews with me that are exclusive to iTunes, um, so they're audio only shows. That's his face. And then... Um, Sorry, I was getting ready to cut to me because you looked like you were about to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I know. That's I was keeping you on your toes because I, I know. Have, I see, see how I play? And then we also... I'm also joined by Oliver on the video portions of the shows. So yes. <clears throat> I work at the controls there too. And it's, yeah, but um, thank God we edit that one. So We do. Well, the, the cuts are still live. They're recorded as live. So Well, last it's week we had to perfect. do a little paste. Remember Oprah? Oh. My Oprah impersonation? Oh, you know, that was for audio issues, though. That wasn't me. Can't you remember? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Somebody exactly. burst into the house. And yeah. I was like, uh, um, but anyway, so he joins me on that. We talk about all things um, we uh, pop culture. We try and stick into your Diz fan base. So it's kind of Disney, Pixar, Marvel. Um, I'm missing one, Star Wars. And then I, you know, I want to include all things Universal Studios oriented. But the thing with Universal Studios is it's kind of like whatever they want, they'll just go and take it. Because like Transformers, that's not Universal Studios. The movie place, that's just the park. And that belongs to Paramount. So then I'm like, well, why am I not talking about Ghostbusters? Because that once belonged to Universal, was in the park. And, and Craig's got some very... He's not happy about the no. movie. He's one of those people. I will fully admit that I am one of the people out there who thumbs down both. The oh, first you and got, you went out trailers. and you clicked. <gasps> yeah, oh, he's a clicker. Oh, I did it. I did it. But it's because both trailers were awful, and it's an embarrassment <laughs> to everything that was set up by the original Ghostbusters. Rick Moranis should be ashamed of everything that's happening. I think everybody's in it um, except for. Um, Rick Moranis and uh, 
who died. My God. Harold Ramis? Her- Harold Ramis, yeah. Sorry. Oh, my God. I feel so bad. I just forgot his name. I love him. See, I feel like my attachment to the original isn't as strong as both of yours. So I'm actually quite looking forward to it because I'm not really comparing I'm looking it to forward the original to it. one. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, I, I don't want to give page. the wrong impression. I I, I was very skeptical, but I, I love Paul um, Feig a lot. I think he's got a wonderful hit of movies that he's got going on it'll be interesting because all of his movies are rated r till now i loved him as sabrina's science teacher in the first season of sabrina um and um i i like all the women in this movie well i'm not really very familiar with leslie jones yeah she's awful she's the worst part of saturday night live um (laughs) she just yells that's your stick you've seen everything he's ever shown me is her yelling Uh, you've seen everything in the trailer (laughs) And I want to say, it's not that I have, like, a super attachment to Ghostbusters. I just have a super attachment to good movies. <laughs> and whenever I don't feel like this is going to be a good movie, that's that's what it comes down to. Well, we were talking about it right before the show. Chris Helmsworth is absolutely uh, yeah, hilarious gonna be in everything funny. they've shown. But uh, just the rest of it looks so incredibly unfunny to me. Um, I'm just on the hopeful side of being proven wrong. But I will say, silver lining of all this, we're going to get Ecto Cooler again. But see, things like this, this is what we would talk about on Dispop. Is Ecto Cooler, just before we move on, is that the drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, that never made it to England. Don't they sell that at Universal in that store? No, it's an Ecto something. It's not Ecto Cooler, but it's it's an energy drink there. But this is a high C drink. We're going to get it. Yeah, high C. And um, it's it's coming out in cans and the juice boxes again, only without Slimer on the thing for some reason. Could they not get the... No, it's right. a Ghostbuster okay. theme. It's got green slime on it, but it doesn't have like the original ones when we were kids had like Slimer on it. But <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, we'll be talking, uh, doing some reviews on it. So I think the first thing that is going to have a major impact on Universal, there is no way that they are not going to incorporate uh, this in, Secret Life of Pets in in some way. We've heard uh, we've heard obviously lots of sites out there as well as us are all speculating that it will be somewhere in the Toon Lagoon area. They have some conversion on secret life of pets really add that kid friendly area see i into that park um i almost said i'd be surprised if they didn't do something with minions but they already did i'm an idiot so never mind it did um i i just think this movie is going to be an absolute hit it's got a it's got a great voice cast oh yeah um and it just every trailer that it makes me laugh everyone it looks better and better and uh and Kevin Hart is the bunny is just absolutely hilarious. Well, you know, me. I didn't even realize uh, Louis C.K. is the voice of the yeah. main dog because it, it doesn't even sound like him. Yeah. It, he does a really good job in this. And Eric Stone Street is like the the other dog that he's kind of got yeah. the the issue with that leads to the whole events. That the new dog caused the movie. But yeah, it's good. And uh, you know who else I love is in this too from uh, Community. Um is is one of the voices isn't she the the girl um ally allison brie yeah she's in this right i I thought she was i missed that if she was oh you know what no it's jenny slate i always get their voices mixed up when they're animated characters i'm sorry um but i love jenny slate she was she's she's funny too yeah jenny slate's gonna have a voice for it ellie kemper is going to have a voice in it uh leg bell dana carvey which is always wow fantastic it's gonna be it's gonna be huge yeah to say the least so that you know look forward to our review on there but i think that's gonna play real well to universal yeah yeah obviously other things that i think could have an effect on universal there is a new purge movie 
coming out this year. I think yeah. we've mentioned it once or twice before. Be surprised uh, if that weren't a uh, Halloween Horror Night house. Exactly. Purge election year coming out July 1st. Just short of what holiday, Oliver? July 4th. Which is? Independence Day. From who? From the greatest people no. in the world. Uh, no, from the British. It's when we were taxing you for tea or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> garbage. It is what it is. Um, I We watched the trailer for this one, too. We tried to watch all the trailers. The, the things that we're going to talk about that are coming out this summer uh, before we started this. Uh, Purge election year. I think it is going to be the best of the purge series now, well, now it looks see, so exciting and that, that's yeah this this is the, i haven't seen the other ones yet but after i thought the house here and then the purge scare zone the tram scare zone in yeah. hollywood were like some of the two best halloween horror nights um things they did this last year and uh this trailer for this new movie like i got i want to watch the other ones too because it's got elizabeth mitchell as the main character and i love me some elizabeth mitchell from lost yeah in the purge obviously the premise is one day of year in the the new America that has been completely reformed one day of year uh, from I think it's seven o'clock till like 7 a.m. like 12 hours. Uh, you can commit any crime you want. Most people choose murder and uh, it just becomes a rampage. And for this one, uh, there is a, a senator who wants to outlaw the uh, the annual purge and well, people are not happy about it. So they are going to try to purge her. Mm-hmm. and uh i just i like it it's you know it's going to be more the same in terms of the style of it it's it's a murder story you can't get too creative especially if it is brought to halloween horror nights as a as another house yeah but i you know i i really enjoyed the house last year yeah i really enjoyed it i like the good effects from the year before yeah. so i think especially like in the trailer they have this like america the beautiful pit part to it yeah uh, because america and uh, america. and i just can hear that blaring through the house already and getting really scared about it so i think uh and obviously is, like the cool creepy you know all the street people in these movies always have these like crazy looking but like such wonderfully designed costumes like the scary statue of liberty that they have in it and stuff yeah. so it, it i think it'll be worth going to see purge election year this year this summer, in yeah. fact. But then uh, we've got another little funny thing that... I'm going to go with the next one. Oh, okay. I think oh the nerds. I Yeah, the nerds. We're going to spend very little time on this because I don't, I don't like this. I played the, I think, the second iteration of this game way, way back in the day on my old compact Presario PC, but uh, Warcraft. Um, that is, obviously, it's being produced by Blizzard and Legendary, but, <laughs> uh, you know... Universal is doing Directed everything. By David Bowie's son. Every, Universal is doing everything is. right now wow. with um, with Legendary and distributing this film. Nonetheless, I do so. have a I do have a little conversation topic. Right yeah. after you say what you're actually about to say, no, go ahead. Of Legendary. Well, okay, so Legendary is distributing um, Godzilla, uh, and um, I believe so. Universal must have, or I'm sorry, Legendary is responsible for making Godzilla. At least the the. The Legend- Gareth Edwards one. So yeah, Legendary's been responsible for making basically every good action movie now for that's not Marvel. Yeah, for a well, while. So there's a Kong Godzilla movie coming out, and that's scheduled for 2020. There's a second Kong, uh, Godzilla movie for 2019, and there's a Kong movie that's supposed to come out next summer. That's called Skull Island. 
Um, and I'm I'm just curious now. I'm wondering if Universal is going to try and step into that Godzilla territory too, which I think would be kind of crazy if they could somehow add another area over there. I mean, I don't I don't think there's any space left where Kong is, but I think it would be kind of cool if they that route were taken at some point, since Godzilla has such a rich history as well. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, fifty something years of movies and so many movies and just just a little bit. Just, just a little just bit. Just a little bit. I, I, I think it would make bit. for a fun, you know, it's in the same realm. I don't know. That's just me daydreaming. Yeah. Oh, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the daydreams. Um, I'm not excited about Warcraft. It, it just doesn't interest me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but obviously, it's something big that, you know, Universal's trying to get all these major franchises coming in to be able to build potentially a third park by adding on dreamworks animation now to their house and uh you know adding on lego or not lego shoot why did i say that nintendo uh just hopeful well i guess there's a lego land never mind (laughs) yeah there's already kind of a lego land but adding on nintendo too, bringing in all those characters uh there is a very very large massive nerd population out there that loves warcraft and you know while it wouldn't appeal to all the masses I think there is a strong enough group that they could argue that there might be worth ever theming a land out of it. Yeah. Um, it's well, it's definitely in that it's that Lord of the Rings, Warcraft, um, you know, the no, Hobbit. Don't, don't put Lord of the Rings and Warcraft in the same. Sentence. It's the same thing. They're orcs. They're the no, same creatures. No. Like they're, it's, it's all like castles and birds flying with dragons and, people with big teeth i don't it's the one it's the one genre i don't i i think this that's where it does it for me i love harry potter i love star trek i love star wars i just don't think things like and i liked the lord of the rings originally but i did not like any hobbit movies and i just think that type of fantasy doesn't appeal to me that's all this so is i apologize a, for my comments this this is just one of those things where, like there's there's a lot of things out there that i just don't have an interest in Anyway, so I feel very neutral about it. But World of Warcraft is one of those things where I just, I, I, I hate it. I actually, oh, wow. Okay, I wasn't it. sure where you were going to so go. So it's, I oh, I just don't. I really, and I can't put my finger on why. I just really dislike it. So if I start to see stuff popping up in the parks, I'm going to be incredibly unhappy. Well, <laughs> you might be incredibly unhappy, but there are a lot of people out there that. I believe would be thrilled if that would happen. Um, so that comes out June 10th, I think. If you're interested in going to see that, it could make an appearance one day at Universal. We don't know. I would bet money on it that they're going to try to snatch uh, something up for that eventually. One thing I do wish that would come to Universal that this is just us being not funny, funny at this point. But uh, if you haven't gone out and watched the trailer for Pop Star, never stop, never stopping yet. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it is, uh, I will tell you, it's a R-rated trailer. Yes, though. very hard R-rated trailer. Yeah. Uh, from the the Lonely Island, obviously Andy Samberg, Akiva Schaefer, Yorma Tacone, uh got their start, their big start on uh, SNL doing all the digital shorts. So a very fond uh, presence in the Universal family, uh, NBC Universal. So that is coming out. I would love if they could make like a, a funny show. Oh my based god! Off if of they did, movie. if they did, oh, like good. you know how they do the street shows with like the construction people and the food trucks. Like if they did on the stage, in since they're not using that stage most of the year, except for for the concerts, the Mardi Gras concerts yeah. and stuff. If they had like the pop star performance, the oh my Connor god, it for would real. be amazing. Yeah, I don't even care if they would just lip sync the entire. Yeah, thing. Th- well, that's what I would want. I wouldn't want them to actually sing it, especially god. now with the, <laughs> now that we know there's more than just one good song in it. 
with the new trailer that came out hearing the Mona Lisa sucks. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. well, I, should... I immediately need to have that soundtrack. I just... Yeah. I wish they would release the soundtrack in advance of the movie just yeah. so I could start putting it on repeat. I was already listening to Lonely Island today <laughs> while you were busy doing other stuff, but I'm, I'm ready for this now. I hope, I hope they can find some way to incorporate it in a stupid show. They should just get rid of Fear Factor and just do like that Bill and Ted style, but with... Is it pop star, superstar? I forgot what it's called now. Pop, pop, pop star, star, never stop, that. never stop it all year round. Because that way, as well, they can limit who goes in there. They can like rate the attraction. I know it's not going to happen, but it's a nice thought. Yeah. No, I get rid of Fear Factor. They can put anything in there at this point. Put yeah. in like a. Put in a just rhino walking around for five minutes, doing nothing. Hey. This is me walking. I walk like this in case no one's ever seen it. No. Does so. it did you stand still in the background? Just moves. Yeah. Like. I walk very like 1920s movie with like a Scooby Doo. Yeah. No, oh, fantastic. I think that is all the major movies that are coming out this summer that will have some maybe some type of impact minus pop star that's never showing up that's just a hopeful dream but those first three movies that we talked about expect something with universal orlando uh based on them at some point in time i'd say and then the last thing i uh, we have to throw it out there because it is big and it's going to be happening for a chunk of august and it is definitely oh, going to impact this universal specifically the area around nbc sports grill and brew mm-hmm but the 2016 Olympics in Rio, the Summer Olympics, will be happening from August 5th to the 21st. So that sports bar is going to be very popular. Yeah, I'm just going to say one thing. It's great that NBC still has the rights to broadcast the Olympics for the next however long, decades, eons. However, I, I just don't really know what the contracts are for. But I can just say this. It is going to be swamped at NBC Sports the entire time. Uh, I, I've already seen it now, and I'm not saying this is not a knock on the, the Brits out there, but if you have never been at NBC Sports Grill & Brew during a soccer game or a football match for those other people out a there who like tumble. to call it that. A, a rugby tumble, did you just call <laughs> I'm making stuff up. I've never seen it so crazy. There was one point that I was there just having a drink at the bar, and... Uh, there was there was a match on, and you know it was just all quiet because obviously there's not a lot of scoring <laughs> happening in football unless it's a really good a really good match. But uh, then all of a sudden, as soon as one of the teams scored, it just the entire bar erupted, and that's when you realized every single person at this bar <laughs> is British right now, with the exception and, of myself. And they turn into hooligans and don't tip yeah. their waitresses at the end because we don't do that. Mm. I do now. Yeah. But, yeah, well, he you, like you asked like. me a lot of questions about tipping when he got here, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm talking to one cheap <laughs> fella." Yeah. Hey, no, I was asking because I wanted to. I wanted to do the right thing. Don't don't paint me to be this horrible character. I always do twenty percent or more if if it was good enough. Yeah. Well, whenever <laughs> wonderful. Whenever we had all the Brits over working at the Wizarding World, I would always get so mad because we would go out to cigars back whenever that was still at City Walk and. They would never tip. And, you know, cigars could get really busy on the weekends and some weeknights. And they'd always be pissed off because we'd go with them and we'd never get served quickly because they would never tip. Mm. It's like, well, just, just, just tip. 
It's well, it's it's because it's like not to. Um, it's not necessarily that we're cheap. It really isn't. We just don't have that yeah, in I the know. UK. So it's like it is a foreign thing to us. So the people that come here often get it. Um, but the majority don't. Whenever I go into a restaurant, I always let the people I'm with first speak so they hear the American accent, and then I'll slowly introduce myself. Yeah, but they, they just... Hi, to... I'm all... I don't I know why I'm... Oliver. I'm doing you doing an American accent. That wasn't even me trying to do your British accent. I'm Oliver. Give me a cheeseburger. Hey, I'm Oliver. I love a cheeseburger. Yeah. You Russian? get so creepy. You get a huge tap. I've got children in my trunk. I... <laughs> That's what you sound like. Not me. I don't have them. So just avoid NBC Sports Grill and Brew for all of August, and you will be safe yeah. in terms of the Olympics. But they will be all over the place. I am absolutely 100% positive of that. So that is everything that we think is important happening in the Universal family this summer. Uh, so keep an eye out for all that stuff. If you're not coming down to Universal to check out Kong in Sapphire Falls, I think you are. Sadly, sadly mistaken your summer. But unless you're coming in the fall, then it all works out. Just do it in the fall. Got got that plan down? We're the good. Fall. The fall. The fall. Halloween Horror Nights, too. So that's a good time of year. Or so Christmas. much fun stuff. Richmond's. It's just, we're, yeah. we're rolling now. We're rolling. It's never a bad time to visit Universal. Oh, God, and then you had to go and say it like that. <laughs> well... Thank you, thank you so much to everyone out there who took the time to uh, sit here and listen to all this nonsense that we put out there for you today. Uh, remember, for any more information on this show that you want, just head to our show notes page, uh, disunplug.com. Click the blue universal box. That is absolutely 100% um, where our uh, show notes are. And then you can also find other shows. Uh, in the whole Diz Unplugged family, like the Disney World edition, which did not have an episode this week for anyone who was wondering. Uh, Pete was ill that day, so he was looking out for us and making sure none of us got sick by being over here. So this is the only show going up this week until Diz Pop tomorrow. Diz Pop. I guess Dream Show already happened, too. We have a lot of shows in the Diz Unplugged <laughs> network now. Um, we know what one Craig's cares about. Which ones? Just this one. Because as you said, this is the only show going up this week. Oh, yeah. This is, well, this is the... <laughs> well, he cares about Dispop, too, because he's going to do a review with me this week. Yes, we will have a fun, fun review for you this week that I am not looking forward to re-experiencing. Uh, but uh, also, yeah, so make sure you're seeing us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Not seeing us there. You want to mm. see us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Make sure uh, you're also subscribed to all of our channels on YouTube for anything that's coming out. Uh uh, obviously hit that thumbs up button right now unless you really genuinely hated this and then i do invite you to hit the thumbs down button it uh, just remember i will find you and i will <laughs> liam neeson you uh and uh other than that yeah just follow us on facebook twitter all that good stuff but again thank you thank you so much thank you to you guys for participating in this fun conversation oh, and thank you. oh thank you thank, thank you thank, thank, thank you for having thank us involved you. in your conversation yes, thank you wow, we're so cordial all and, of a sudden <laughs> and thank you to everyone <laughs> out there who watched again. and listened so we will be back with you next week for another episode of the Diz Unplugged universal edition take us away oliver <laughs> Oh, no, we forgot our resolutions again. Oh, uh, sugar. Uh, summer is universal. Universal.